Welcome to the Sunday edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. This week we're going to look forward to the midweek game during the M6 at Solihull, Solihull Moors, FA Cup first round replay. We've got myself, Barry. Adam, are you doing? Yeah, very well, thanks. Very well. I've been enjoying the internationals, watching some of our players. Excellent stuff. And we've got Paul. How are you doing, Paul? Afternoon, gents. First thing we're going to do today is listen to another Barry, Barry Mullineux, who is a Solihull fan. The last time we played Solihull, Chloe Mullineux featured as the away fan. Well, this is Chloe's dad, Barry, who has been a Solihull fan for the last 10 years, been watching for the last 10 years. They're a relatively new club, so more or less all their history, he's, he's been a supporter. Anyway, without further ado, let's have a listen to a bit of a conversation I had with Barry earlier on today. My, my name's Barry Molyneux. I represent the uh, Solihull Supporters Association. My role is uh, social media and communications. When you played us up at the DW Stadium, was it the result you was expecting? Yeah, we always you always have to travel with expectation. And I knew it would be a tight game because we have got a system in place this year whereby we, we're hard to break down and beat. You've now seen us how we play and you're, you're a better quality team than us. So I would expect that we should, perhaps should have t- taken our chance on the day and therefore we may struggle on Tuesday night. Well, I think we're still in there and we'll give it a good go. A few of your players stood out, notably uh, Subaru midfield, obviously the goalkeeper Boot, Williams at the back, and Osborne up the front. You mentioned Williams there. He's now ex-Solihull, unfortunately. He left on Friday to sign for Chesterfield. That's a big loss to us because um, he's one of our better consistent players. Subaru had a, a good game yesterday, as always, lots full of energy. Jamie Osborne is still getting back to full fitness. We still don't think we've seen the full potential of him, what he was a couple of years ago. Alex Goodger went off. He got kicked on, a knee, on his knee, which he'd been suffering with his knee problems for most of last season. And hopefully uh, it was precautionary and, and he'll be OK because he'll be a big loss to us at centre-half, particularly as we've now lost um, Ty Williams at the back. We'll be very light at the back otherwise. But other than that... Um, I think we've got a, a reasonably full squad to, to um, pick from. Uh, most most of the Wigan Athletic fans uh, would have picked Boot out as the man of the match in the game that we played. How do Solihull fans rate him as a goalkeeper? A fantastic player. He got the Supporters Association Player of the Year award last year. He'd just been awarded Player of the Month in the National League. And he did, again, some fantastic saves yesterday. So he's just a phenomenal goalkeeper. and just We just hope we can keep hold of him. What's your form been like since you've played us? Uh, I know you lost against Notts County. Yesterday's game against Notts County was the first game that we've actually um, lost since, I think, early September. So we've been on a reasonable run, but we struggled to score goals. So, you know, nil-nils are our... Uh, seem to be our speciality at the moment. and You're never going to see a score five or six goals at the moment, I would suggest. I should imagine there's a lot of excitement and buzz around the place, around the town at the moment, with uh, the big game on, on Tuesday evening. And the TV cameras are going to be there as well, which is always adds to the uh, excitement, doesn't it? Are you looking at a bumper crowd? Do you think the uh, townsfolk will get behind Solihull and are they going to be buying the tickets in, you know, in vast amounts? Sadly, I think with with the two live TV cameras being there, it may affect it because you'll always get one or two people that are one stay at home. But um, our capacity, I think, is around four and a half thousand. I'd be very disappointed if we can't get well in excess of three thousand. I think our record crowd is about three thousand three hundred 
I would hope to be pushing close to that. Um, and I think ticket sales, certainly with um, with home fans, has been keen. It's looking good. As a, as a team, their profile has, raised, has been raised um, phenomenally over the last few years. And um, local interest, I mean, since we've arrived in the National League, we now actually get mentioned on the local sort of BBC reports, along with all the league clubs. That's always got our uh, results and mentioned, etc. If we could beat Wigan on Tuesday evening, that would be a fantastic scalp. I would, I would go as far as to suggest that whichever team wins on Tuesday, will be in the third round because Colchester, they're only a League Two team. We consider in the National League, there's no difference between the standard in the National League and League Two. Therefore, and, and the evidence is that if you look at any league, any National League team that's been promoted, they hold their own in League Two. So we don't fear any League Two team, but clearly we fear the top the league leaders in League One. But if we are able to um, get that scout, then we would be looking confidently to, to progress to round three. So as the Latix fans travel down to Solihull on Tuesday evening, what can they expect in and around the ground? What sorts of facilities have you got? And what's a good place to grab a pint of beer? Hopefully you bring a good following on Tuesday evening. Um, I have to say that the ground is a little out on a limb. We're not in, in the centre, so not the, the best place to, to, to really enjoy things. So... What you have to remember is that uh, our ground five years ago was one small clubhouse with a, with a few seats in front of it. And it used to be also um, a golf driving range. So, But now we have um, a, a fantastic main stand built a million pounds or so to double decker with corporate boxes and uh, etc. Above, above it. We have two covered small terrace ends and on the, on the opposite the main stand in the gas centre or airport stand, it's a, it's a temporary stand at the moment. So the Wigan fans will be housed in part of the uh, drying tech terrace and also part of the uh, airport um, seating area. Uh, in that area, there's a, an away bar, specially built in, um, for away fans. Sadly, it probably only take about 100 people, so you may struggle to get a point in there if everyone gets thirsty at the same time. Food facilities, they'll be good there. You'll, you'll get you know, the, the obligatory burger bar outside the ground on Dams and Parkway. It's a red clear zone. It's not that well signed. Please do not park outside the ground because you're guaranteed to get a parking ticket, sadly. Right, so the game itself, how do you see it going? And do you think you'll pull it off Okay, my view of the game on Tuesday evening, it's going to be close. I would hope we could nick a 1-0, but it's not going to be a big scoreline from us, certainly. Hopefully it's not a big scoreline from, from yourselves either. Prediction, 1-0 to Solion Moors within 90 minutes. He, he doesn't sound too positive to me about the chances, and I think he feels that the big, the big chance he had was catching us cold up at our place. Yeah, I mean, that's the... That's what they tend to say, doesn't it? When the the smaller club plays the bigger club, that they've kind of got to do it first time. But you know, I mean, I think that you could you could temper that a bit with the fact that you know we're away from home. You know, it, it's not going to be easy down there. You know, I mean, they lost they lost on uh, yesterday, didn't they, for the first time in a while? So we'll see how they react to a defeat when you've not lost for a while. But. Yeah, he didn't sound very positive, but then still said that at the end that he fancied a one 0 win. Uh, I, I did quite like his fact that he's um, he's given us some good um, 
traffic management advice that we, we, we can't park near the ground or we're, uh, we're going to get tickets. I'll take that advice on board. Yeah, if you're getting down early, though, he did mention the facts about the car park. They have a 250-vehicle car park for a fibre. It's five points to park on there, but he, he recommends you get early for that. Paul, uh, I asked him about players again who to look out for. Uh, he mentioned Sabara and somebody you picked up from the uh, from from the first game that we played, Jamie Osborne. I think if he's missing, it'll be a, a decent miss because I, you know, I thought he gave us a bit of trouble. Obviously, you're looking at the, the fact that he mentioned that Williams has disappeared the centre half, and there might be light there. One one thing that neither yourself or Adam have mentioned that I think may well even it up a little bit, as well as being down at their place. The chances of us putting out as strong a side is probably fairly small, given that you know we we have got a few injuries and and what have you. So I think there's a chance that we might put more of a not quite the full Papa John's trophy side, but I, th- I think we'll go somewhere in between. You know, I don't, I don't think we'll go with a typical side that you might see in a League One game. That might be one or two given a bit of a rest. So that evens it up a little bit. Yeah, we'll come to, we'll come to team selection uh, when we're looking at uh, our predictions as well, because I think there's a, quite a few issues around our team selections, which you've sort of touched on. Though. He mentioned, uh, and Paul's picked up on it again, that Ty Williams has left. Uh, the club, I thought he had a decent game for them at the back in the first game. And also the big centre-half has picked up an injury away at Notts County yesterday and he's gone off injured and he's going to be doubtful whether he'll be playing or not. So, you know, they, they, are, they have got one or two problems and it's that time of year, Adam, isn't it? You know, where fixtures come thick and fast, the ground starts to get heavy, the, the weather's cold, you get your, your knocks and your strains coming through. It started, isn't it? I mean, obviously, we've had a few muscle injuries, haven't we, over the last few weeks? But yeah, little knocks and also not having the time, you know, between matches to recover. I mean, this is now, I think it's our fifth consecutive Tuesday game. And then we've got another one the week after as well, haven't we? So they are coming thick and fast. Uh, we've not got a lot of recovery time. So all hands on deck, really, uh, for both sides, I guess, at the moment. He talks about the ground as well. I think they said the record attendance is about three and a half thousand, and um, the capacity is four and a half. And with it being on TV Tuesday night, it might it a little bit. But I still think I still think our ticket sales will, will go good. I was talking to I'm not mentioning the name, but I was talking to somebody connected to the club late last week, and he reckoned that our allocation will be sold out. So he was very confident about that. So that looks like we could be taking. 750 supporters down there. You know what our away support is. It's very vocal, isn't it? You know, they get they really do get behind the team. And I think that'll make for a good atmosphere. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm really looking forward to uh, a second of toilets because it's the, the first experience of non-league toilets in a while. So uh, <laughs> really looking forward to that. Oh, I never mentioned uh, my experience of toilets, did I? You know, on Tuesday night when I'm... In alien territory, talking about away toilets in the West Stand because I'm not normally there. Dis- you know, sat with you two, leave leave you in the stand, disappear off to the toilets, go go to have a wee, and you, you know they have these sort of advertising things in the toilets now. Well, the advertising thing in the toilet was a picture of Cheryl and Leslie, you two, and Talal watching me while I was having a wee. It was decidedly <laughs> off-putting. Did you, get, um, did, you get stage, you. did you get stage fright, Paul? <laughs> there was nobody there, thankfully. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, it was a bit of a shock, that's for sure. 
Right, Paul, why are you gabbing away? Give us the ref watch for this week. Right, well, the ref watch on Tuesday night is Mr. Charles Breakspear. He's refereed five previous Latics games, draw with Ipswich, three-goal demolition of Charlton Athletic at the Valley in 2017, two games last season, defeat away at MK Dons and a home draw with Burton, but saving the best till last, he was the man in charge when we travelled over the hill to Horwich not so long ago and put the best team in the league to the sword, 4-0. That's Charles Breakspear. And this season, he's done 16 games. He's dished out 75 yellows, two reds and two penalties. And he'll be your ref on Tuesday night. Yeah, I thought he uh, didn't have a bad game up at Bolton, did he? I mean, they never do when you win 4-0 away. I don't, I don't think his time management was very good, though, was it? I mean, it, was at least, it was at least 10 minutes. It should have been added on. And, uh, and he only added two on. I think he just thought, we need to get off this pitch pretty quick, really, because it was... Yeah. Uh, Turned a bit nasty, wasn't it? Yeah, given the scoreline, I don't think anybody would. Have, you know, yeah. we might have argued a little bit looking for a fifth, but you know, we, we'll all walk away happy with a four, uh, a four nil. Well, my um, brother-in-law Paul had had uh, two pound on Wigan Athletic to win five nil, so he wasn't best pleased. I can tell you that. No. Oh, that'll be worth a few quid as well, won't it? Yeah, he, it wants, was. To, he wants to go and have a word with Breaksby's sister. Oh, oh. hey. Let's talk about the uh, team selection then for the game. Uh, Paul's mentioned about the fact that he doesn't feel we're going to be putting a, a really strong side out. You know, with the possibility that uh, we, you know, we, we don't want to be risking players with knocks, and we've got a big League One game on Saturday against Oxford United. Also, we will we'll be missing uh, Will Keane. We're missing. James McLean, Jordan Jones and Tello Asgard, who are all away on international duty. So it does limit our options a little bit. Just wanted to congratulate Will Keane on his debut. He came, he came on the last five minutes. Uh, I mean, he almost he got disallowed, but he almost set up a goal uh, just in the uh, in the last minute. James McLean had a good 20-minute workout from what I saw, you know, playing against Portugal. Uh, and, and just a quick mention while we're on former players, I know it's not international, but I watched a bit of the um, Stockport game last night to see Anthony Sarsovic was playing, but actually on the wing, having a really good game was Ollie Crankshaw playing for Stockport, had a re- really good game. So I'm glad, glad to see he's, uh, he's doing well. But yeah, back on back onto the business, we are going to, we are going to be uh, struggling a bit. Is is the was suspended? Or is that the league? That'll be the league game, isn't it? Suspended yeah. Saturday, won't he? Saturday, yeah, so, yeah. Derricka will be available. Max Power, Callum Wang, and um, obviously all the players who played on Tuesday. Bartello Asgard, he'll be out. So I think I think the position that we're all like wondering about is centre half, isn't it? You know, with uh, the injuries that we've had and the, the situation. I saw an interview with Liam Richardson in the post and he said the only fit centre-half at the moment is Jason Kerr, who hasn't been fit, you know, for most of the season. So he's the only one that's fit at the moment. Tilty didn't look too bad, did he? I mean, it's hard to assess from where we were, but he, I mean, he was, he, he didn't look like he was limping, did he, the other day? And he, he was in and around the squad. So maybe he's a chance. I, I suspect, uh, I suspect what more, what, um, are going to be out. I can't. I can't see how, how they're going to be playing. 
Uh, which no, is- I think the thing is, would you risk them anyway? Would you risk them with with you know league games coming thick and fast now? And you know, is that the type of game to come back into when you recover? You know, you're coming back for your first game from injury, especially when you consider how well, how well Adam Long played against uh, Shrewsbury Town, and if you could stick Jason Kerr at the side of him, you know, that's a good. P- Partnership might be tempted to go for a free, possibly. You know, with with us not having a lot of cover there, because you know Robinson did has done well in the centre, so he could he could come in on the left hand side, couldn't he? And then you could then have Long and um, Kerr in there, and then you could have Derrickler and Pierce as your wing backs. Uh, then you probably maybe you, you sort of your midfield, your midfield three, your two more defensive minded, Bayless and Power, maybe Langy. Just be just behind Charlie White. That, that's not a bad side, is it? Really? No. If you could pull no. that side, if you pull that side out. But if we went, if we went for a four, I bet you're right. I, I think I think you'd go with the two natural centre halves, wouldn't you? I don't think Robinson would play if it was a back two, would it? I think uh, Scotty Smith did himself no harm whatsoever to be in contention with his performance on Tuesday. Outstanding. Uh, uh, he was outstanding. And then you, you think of Chris Sees as well up front. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he scored a, fat, a, a great goal. It was a great goal. Well taken. It, it was coolly taken. He didn't try to slam it past him. He, he just dinked it over him. Old head on, on young shoulders. 17 years of age, that lad. And he didn't yeah. look out of place, did he? Against seasoned centre arse in oh, them. Really? His interview was good. His interview was good. He was just absolutely delighted, you know, because he's been there a long time and He's buzz, absolutely buzzing. It's really good to you know to hear that enthusiasm. I that's think a I phrase. Do, that's a phrase we're not heard in a while. Absolutely delighted. I wonder where that's got absolutely to. Absolutely delighted. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to quit uh, say that actually I've changed my mind and I think we will go for a four at the back because I've done a bit. Probably our most consistent player over the last two or three games has been Edwards. So I can't really see a way that he won't play. So we probably will go for our usual four three three, won't we? Uh, in, 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 <laughs> Probably Ed, Edwards, White, Edwards, White, and Lange as your three forwards, maybe. I think we'll put a decent team out. I don't think we're going to go down there and, and not put a decent team out. And I think we're going to try and win it. And I think the rewards speak for itself. I'm mean, uh, talking to Barry Mullineux earlier on uh, as well. He, you know, he's looking ahead to round three if he can get through this game. Yeah, I think the dog agrees. I think the dog's. <laughs> thinks that we've got a penalty kick to round three. Yeah, I, th- I think you're going to look at the opportunity of players to stake a claim to play Saturday, aren't you? Because, you, you know, you're looking at the, the likes of Humphreys, Edwards, um, that, you know, for a, a period of a month or two have not got in the side now, you know, apart from the odd substitute appearance, now having opportunity to fight for a starting berth on a regular basis. Yeah, I, I can see uh, Umphrey's coming in. If he does start with White, I'm not too sure he will do. But if he does, I can see Umphrey's coming in, playing in the keen role, or maybe going wide right with Wangy playing in the keen role. And then Edwards might get it to be a floater, you know, going across the, across the line. A bit like James McLean. But I know you're laughing there. You're so childish. This toilet talk again. Pardon? Toilet talk. Toilet talk, yeah. But when you think of James McLean, James McLean doesn't hug the t- touchline. He has, he has, you know, permission to roam inside. And I think Edwards has been doing that as well, especially on Tuesday night. He was coming in quite, quite a lot. But I'd still like to see Scotty Smith giving a run out. I, I think 
his performance deserves that reward. It gives it gives that hope then to the rest of the lads, doesn't it? And it shows them there is a way through. He's going to be some player. I, I who, who, who are you dropping then? What from Tuesday? Who am I dropping from Tuesday? No, no, no. Who, who doesn't? Who, who does he play with? And who doesn't he play with? Well, the, I think the, the thing is, we've got Will Keane and James McLean both missing, so there's two spaces available there. Uh, so we can we can work around that. And I think possibly Edwards will play in the McLean role, I'd say. Yeah. And then you're looking whether you've got Lang playing, you know, in, in his usual way, or is he going to come inside for Will Keane? So that's where you're going to put uh, Umfries, Stevie Umfries. Is he going to be yeah. wide right, or is he going to come inside and play the number 10? So that that's the one you've got. If you keep if you keep going, you'll get to the problem. Yeah, well, midfield, Bayless and Power. Well, where's Scotty Smith playing then? Yeah, exactly. So we're, you're playing, we're, you're playing, well, no, I would, playing I would, four four three at the moment. If, if, Char, if Charlie White doesn't play and Humphreys plays up front, then I think that's Smith's chance of playing because I think he'll play Smith Power, and I think I think you've seen from Bayless that he does actually like to arrive in the box. So I think he might be better if he played a bit further forward, possibly, because he, he does seem to like to drive and get, get up there and, and he'll have licence to do that because he'll have players behind him if he does lose, because he does lose it sometimes. But I do like people who drive and have a go at running through. There, you know, there, is, there is a, a, a silky touch in Bayless as well where you can, you know, if the further up the pitch you are, you can play that little round-the-corner ball or the one-touch stuff that just cuts defences apart. You know what? After having said we we might be struggling for players, it sounds like abundance of riches here. <laughs> yeah, I think the the headache uh, is is in the back the back four, isn't it? That's where our, our headache uh, basically centre half because we got we got the fullbacks, we got the fullbacks they're sorted. So it's it's the centre halves and and yeah. do we go with three? I mean, could Dariqua make a three up? As well, you know, I don't think he could. Personally, I won't play him as no, part no. of a three. I think Robinson's a better bet as a centre half than Dirichwa. You know, as a left centre half, he did. He's done well in the last couple of games. So. Yeah, he's more defensive into than uh, Dirichwa. I, I like him being out wide. Where if he, if he loses the ball, we've we got a chance cover. to recover. <laughs> cover, haven't we? Still, yeah, because he he can be a bit of a. I'd like to say with, with Dirichwa, I think he has. He's kind of a one bad game in four for me. When he when he has a bad and he has a stinker, but I guess you kind of put up with that, don't you? Because if if he's having his three good games, that that's likely to impact on us winning the matches. But if he's having a stinker, you want to make sure that you've got someone behind him to cover him, you know? Because uh, it's certainly happened before. We've seen it before, haven't we? When uh, I mean, I think we had one game where both our fullbacks, I think Dirico and Power, had stinkers in the same game. I think well, I can't yeah. remember which match it was, but I, I, I think with Tendai Dirico, it's he, he seems to play badly when we're well in front. So there's it's, the intensity in the game's gone, and the intensity in his game seems to drop off, and he makes the odd loose pass then, and he gets caught in possession, but. I wouldn't knock him. I think he's been a he stepped well, up and he's been a great captain this season yeah. for us. The, the other thing you've got to remember is he's not played in his natural position. Yeah. Um, hardly. I, I mean, I know he played half a game in that first game, first home game. He played another game after that where Power played in. There's odd patches where Power's moved into midfield and he's moved to right back, haven't they? I don't think he started another game at right back. He has some, he has some work. I, 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 maybe, yeah. I, I, not the last cup match. He, he started right back to Solio. 
Yeah, I get silly all that. I remember him being yeah. right back anyway recently. So, but yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, obviously it's his natural position right back. So I'm sure he'd prefer to play there. But he's done he's done okay at left back, hasn't he? You can't knock him really. Anyway, let's have some predictions. So go on, Paul. You start us off. How's this game going to finish? I think this is going to finish, and and I've I've had success predicting two 0 in cup games before. Um, and I'm not going to go with what I usually do and edge my bets and say it's going to be 2-0 one way or the other. I'm going to say this is going to be 2-0 to Latics. Adam? 3-0, Latics. I think if we if we do score first, I think they have to open up then and it'll, it'll change the game plan. Uh, and, and I think it will be 2 or 3 if that happens. So an early goal, get an early goal, and I'll go for 2-0 to Wigan Athletic. Before we wrap up today, just one a couple of other things I'd like to mention. Big shout out to David Naylor, who's uh, been bouncing around his landing, falling <laughs> out the attic. And it's uh, I can laugh about this now because he's, he is well and he is home, but he actually broken two bones in his back. But he's gonna he's, he reckons he's going to be away from playing football himself until February. But at least he's going to be back playing football. He was never any good anyway, so it doesn't matter. So anyway, David. Best wishes from everybody here and hope you make a speedy recovery. Great little draw yesterday in the EFL Papa John Trophy. It could have been far worse than what it turned out to be. An away tie at Accrington Stanley. We, were, we knew we were going to be drawn away. Uh, a Tuesday night in December. Anybody fancy that trip? I think it's going to be a good, a good occasion again. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I've had a chat with my daughter and uh, I think we're, we're interested. Definitely. Anyway, we'll be back on Wednesday with all the reactions to the Solihull game, contemplating if we're going on a cup run or we're concentrating on the league. And we'll be previewing uh, what is a really big game on Saturday, Oxford United United at the DW Stadium. <clears throat> Excuse me. We had a decent result yesterday against Ipswich Town. They drew nil apiece. Another tough test for the Latics. So we'll, we'll see what uh, Wednesday night brings. Without further ado, it's... Uh, Enjoy your Sunday from me. And enjoy your Sunday from us. Oh, that's it. Come on. Mm-hmm.